Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. to the 590 High School Sports Show. Here's your host. Powered by Texas Podcast Media. Craig Irwin. Toby Tolles. And Trent Hall. And good evening. Welcome to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tolles in studio. I know the intro talks about Trent Hart, but... Trent, Trent's a little under the weather. That happens sometimes. And Man. I think that's what happened to him. Yeah, that he, he, Friday night he was already kind of. Yeah, he said that way, and he warned us. He did. He yeah. warned us, and and uh, said he couldn't even make it through his game Friday night up yeah. there in Attawack. Hardly by, you know, they had they had a good one going on. They did them in Kirbyville, and uh, they back and forth, and and he wasn't wasn't able to. Barely get through the game. A good right. thing he had Alex with him to be able to uh, to help push through their broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like he was probably not going to make it this week. Yeah, he when we talked to him Friday night on the way home, he was mm-hmm. just like you could you could hear it and and stuff. And yeah, he was, was just coming on at that point. Yeah, and uh, he said it got worse over the weekend, and and uh, then rolls into today and said he's been drinking tea hot tea and lemonade and honey i told him i said man you just need some whiskey and the honey and warm it up a little hot toddy yeah let it burn some of that stuff down it'll fix it but he um you know he's he's a sensitive guy that's right he is a sensitive guy so he uh anyway he's 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 kind of under the weather and he was really he was looking forward to sitting in here this week because uh we had it on the schedule we was going to talk football stadiums yep and uh he had a couple other things he wanted to talk about, and we'll talk about one of them tonight. Uh, he wants to talk about Winsboro a little bit, as uh, they got a big, uh, big rival game going on them in Pottsboro this weekend. So he wants to, he want, he wanted to bring something, talk about that a little bit, uh, going into what week eight, and uh, so we'll we'll talk some of that stuff. But man, he uh, and then he wanted to talk about the stadiums, right? Mm-hmm. Bucket list stadiums and. Places that you want to go to that you hadn't been. Yeah, and and there's only like, for me, maybe one or two, yeah. right, that I haven't been to in the southeast Texas area that, that I would really love to go to. And, and uh, you know, maybe across the state, I, there's one or two maybe that I'd like to go to. I've been to the Star up there in Dallas, and, and that's a pretty pretty neat facility to go to, right. an indoor high school football stadium, yeah. right? So uh, of course you know the everybody knows the history on that, but you know it's like you go and and uh, going to the playoffs. We go to so many games and different stadiums, and you know I've been to the went to the old Baylor Stadium. I've been to the new Baylor Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are kind of milestone oh, yeah, type deals. But you know, it's like what's on that bucket list out there? That one stadium that you just you hear about but you've never been to, right. and, and so. Uh, for y'all listening at home, it's something for y'all to think about 
for next week's podcast, right? right? To uh, to think about and uh, maybe get on the five nine n sports page and comment on there, or maybe shoot as an info uh, here at Texas Podcast Media at info at texaspodcastmedia dot com and. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Tell us what you think. Tell us what what is your bucket list stadium? I guess is 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 the question for it because there's a million stadiums out there and there's some freaking there's some doozies. There's some super nice ones, Alito and Melissa yeah. and you know some of those. But I mean, there's just such great great stadiums. Oh yeah, uh, big. And, and me personally, I. I tend to go to the small ones, right? I like the smaller type stadiums. Uh, kind of brings you, like you a little history in things. I like the history of it. Uh, one and two, you know, I really like the. Um, I like the history, but I like that closeness, mm-hmm. right? I like everything kind of being in tight to where you can really hear the band right. and stuff. And, and those are the kind of things for me that go along with Texas high school football that, that, that makes it great. And, uh, those are just, I mean, that's, that's my go-to right. now. If I'm just going to watch a game, you know, I can go sit close to the band and I haven't, we went to the field. Mm-hmm. You and I did this last year right. and, uh, took, took the K squared, we went up. We went to the field and watched Duncanville and the Woodlands play, and uh, we sat on the Woodlands side, and and it was live. Could you imagine how it was over on Duncanville on side? side? But yeah. I mean, it was packed. Those stands were packed there for for wood for the Woodlands, and uh, man, we sat in there, and that was a lot of fun. We were on the other end of the band. I mean, they took up a whole section themselves, right. as big as they are. But uh, you know, that's that's. But like that stadium, you didn't have a track, so the stands went right to right the, to yeah, the field. Yeah, so I mean, you were heat. you were what fifteen yards yeah. off the field, yeah. you know, and we sat down close we enough to where we could hear them, rows up, yeah, two rows up, yeah. hear them pads pop. But as we as we roll into uh, talking about fields and stuff, uh, we kind of ended the show last week talking about Huntsville, and they had their homecoming, and it was their first true homecoming right. this year as uh, they opened up their home own Their high school stadium yeah. yeah with with a big win i mean a shutout victory over rosenberg lamar consolidated 67 to 0 was the yeah. final in that game moves huntsville to three and oh in district they're undefeated the, them in montgomery lake creek are in the driver's seat out of that district out of district 10 5a division two huntsville's overall record is four and three uh your brother got to see huntsville up close and personal uh, when Brian played them, but uh, really a neat deal for for Huntsville to to have their own and and it to they always s- have to bus back and forth and then now they can walk right out of their where they practice at their field house right you know, and, and go walk straight into the field yeah I mean it's so much better it is it's so much better so much better them and I'm sure partially was scheduled this way i'm sure they want to really and truly start the season right i right. think it just didn't get done and just time. yeah they punch list and yeah, everything yeah. had to get some things done but right. uh but to open up your stadium for your homecoming right that i mean you you don't build a better storyline yep. right for for huntsville yep. and not only do that but you go in there you pick big you put big points up and you shut your opponent out That's so right. it's just like 
that's a staple win right there. And uh, they're on a bye week this week. And uh, no, they got Brian Rudder this week, right? Ten six. That's no, that was last week. Yeah, that was last week. last week. I'm sorry, they have Brian Rudder seventeen three victory, right? They got a bye week this week. They got Montgomery Lake Creek following, which is really for the district championship, right? Out of that district, that's at ten twenty. That October twentieth. We've talked about all the big games, you know, in. in the area and i i still kind of consider huntsville southeast texas right even yeah, though they're so on close. 45 right they're right on the verge um of course you got your guys down there in the golden triangle that says oh no yeah. <laughs> cold spring and die ball is not in southeast texas they're in they're, they're they're moving up towards the piney woods but right. there's a thin line right, right in there in, and in, who's considered that not right mm-hmm. and so huntsville with their schools being on the east side of 45 i guess that keeps him in on that thin line of the piney woods yep. but i mean even on the west side right You're here right. out of new waverly so uh but man we we had uh we had some good games this week oh yeah i mean if you go back and, and you look at look at scores and stuff and I'm, I'm working on pulling them up but i hate trent's not here this week i mean i really do we we rag on him so hard. Yeah. So he wanted to be here. I can tell you that. He just he did. I talked to him. Like I said, I told you I talked to him earlier, and he sounded like crud yeah. on the phone. I'm just like, golly. Uh, New Caney beat Conroe yep. this last week, 28-18 final over there. So uh, sure another did. good win for New Caney. Uh, it, probably not going to make the playoffs. I got a phone call Saturday on my way. I went to Tarkington. Went down there on the prairie. Supported. Down there, my niece was playing volleyball. Gotcha. <sighs> judge Faulkner, county judge here in Cold Spring. His grandson, we've talked about it a little bit. Plays at Oak Ridge. Go, playing over at Oak Ridge. Had two touchdown catches oh, last week. Oh, is that week. right? Yes. Um, That's cool. He's just a freshman. He's a big kid. Yeah. S- super good kid. Very athletic. Right. Um, That's neat. He got two touchdown catches last week in their, in their win. So uh, he was calling to get the rundown on on the Cold Spring game, and I told him, I said, "Man, you ain't gonna like the rundown that I give you." But <laughs> I gave it to him anyway. Yeah. So, but and, and we're going to talk about that as we progress on tonight uh, today. But uh, the Woodlands, uh, they had Cleveland seventy to seven was a score. I, I had a guy text me from uh, that does the Hampshire Finette broadcast. He's right. like, "Man, what's up with Cleveland?" You know, he doesn't. He stays. Like down there, that Golden Triangle area. Right. He's like, man, what's up with that deal? He's like, I can remember whenever in 2010, mm-hmm. they were playing 3A. They were dominant, you know, back whenever I was playing in Silsby and this and that. And I'm like, man, the oh, dynamics. Changed, yeah. Uh, yeah, the dynamics. I said, it's the fastest growing school district in the state of Texas. And, um, you know, they're growing by 100 every week, it seems like. That's right. And I said, they, they, can't, they can't pass bonds to build buildings quick enough. To, to be able to adapt through, you know, the uh, the changes that's been going over there. And, and it was really a lack of preparation overall, right, right. With, with what was going on. And uh, I guess they figured that the subdivision that got built out there figured it wasn't going to take off like it did, right? Right. And it's just absolutely multiplied so quick. And, you know, they got that Santa Fe Middle School out there. They got an elementary school out there and stuff. But – in the Plum Grove area, but I mean, it's almost big enough they could have their own school district out oh, there. Oh yeah, 
you know, and it's like, is it That's even what they'll probably end up having to do? They're going to have to, right? Because yeah. I, I was listening to something the other day, and they said, you know, the average district has three thousand kids. Right. You know, and not only that, it's just like how long it takes kids to get to the high school. Right. Yeah, you because I mean? it's like a forty. Elementaries now they built them in those areas. You know, you get there, but I mean, you have to get up really, really early in the morning. Yes. To be able to bus those yeah, kids over yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, even back in the day in our younger years, from Plum Grove to Cleveland, yeah. I mean, it was a ten to fifteen minute drive. Oh, absolutely. Right on a curvy road. On a, yeah, on the curvy road. Now with the way everything has grown, I mean, in the one hundred and five bypass Traffic. and stuff. It's just it's probably, bumper to bumper. Thirty minutes, maybe more it, or more. Yeah, yeah. And, and so just, yeah, kids have to get up. I mean, I bet they're having to get up at five thirty in the morning. Yeah, to catch the bus, and you know, I it's, know one thing they talked about doing the you know the four day a week deal, and I think that's probably the what's holding them back is how early you know because when you do the four day, you're starting earlier. Yeah, you most get out definitely a later, and you're starting earlier. So, man, you those kids really have to get up early. I yeah, mean, you're, you're talking five in the morning, a kid. You happen know, to get nine, up 10 years old waiting on a bus i mean that's yeah, just that's, that's, that's not rough. smart yeah that's rough not smart not good for the kids yeah at so all. and it goes back to just they're really going to need two different high schools they they do and, and they they have the land out there mm-hmm. to be able to do it they just don't have the dollars to yeah, be able to build it bond yeah got to get struggling doing that and you know they've presented some bonds that to and a lot of people don't understand how the bonds work, right? But you got to pass the bond in order to be able to get the money, right? And then right. you sell the bond, you get your money, you build your building, and you gain it back on tax dollars. But, I mean, right. they've even presented that bond to where there's no tax increase. But the bond has to pass so they can get the money. It's right. no different than a loan, right? right? And they vote it down, the, the people in the community. But as much as what that community has grown, yeah. getting people out to vote – well, so many people that so against the growth. Yes, but and it's there. There's nothing you can do about it. I know, it. but I think that and they're hindering trying to convince people. Right, and they're hindering the their own kids. Right, yeah. by voting the bond down, by not right. being able to get the infrastructure to be able to adapt to right. the growth that's there. My sister is a specialist mm-hmm. out there at that Santa Fe Middle School for Cleveland ISD, right. and she. Uh, she says that they they're running like campaign type deals out there, not necessarily going door to door, but working with parents trying to get them registered to vote and explaining the voting process and teaching and and stuff like that. So they're not only teaching the kids, but they're working with the parents as well, and what the importance is and the benefits of getting out and voting and and, and doing this stuff to kind of help the district and and which is good for the teachers right. to be able to do that. But that's what they're doing to try to the employees in the school district know it's like you said it's the community members right that mm-hmm. that voted voted down and and uh man at the end of the day they're they're hurting the kids they're not helping right and at some point you just you got to do such something. a different deal there i think a lot of the people they don't have kids they're and that's true because there's community members that know what it was like and they know what it is now and they right. feel like it's all being it's like your parents right down. yeah your so, parents have been there all of your life yeah yeah so they know it the way it was and then they know you know why you know and i'm not saying that they're against or not i haven't asked them on any of that but obviously you're you're asking yourself why am i gonna pay more even though they say it's no tax raise that, you're it's coming that, out of your pocket so much somebody's got to yeah, pay, pay for that and so I think it's just like, 
you know, then we're going to need another high school. And it's like, right. when are we going to stop and quit allowing it to, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, and I, and and I, I th- agree I with I think you. that it's a combination of, of numerous stuff. You yeah. know? Then you got some places they pass bonds easy. Oh, you know, yeah. They present it, bam, they pass it. And, and it's there. Yeah. Splendor is one of them. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've had bonds just boom, 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 That's boom. Right. And, and it's like, wow. Yeah. But Cleveland, you know, they're And struggling. they may have their, you know, the tax base may be actually showing. I think on this deal, a lot of times, I don't know how much the tax base shows. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're right. And so, and that may be part of it. But uh, it's, it's very interesting mm-hmm. with the growth that's over there and what's going on in, in you know, I was coming, whenever I come back from Tarkington, I was coming into uh, Cleveland. I was talking to Tuffy, mm-hmm. of all people, and I was trying to get him to buy me lunch. But him and Rissa were at Walmart, and uh, I, I got up to the four-way, and I ain't paid no attention. I didn't know Church's Chicken had closed down. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, dog, he said it's been closed down for a year for almost. A he now, said it's yeah. fixing to be, what, Flat Floyd's yeah, barbecue? barbecue stand. Yeah. yeah. Barbecue so uh, I was like, man, I... I didn't know that, yeah. and I was like, "Geez!" <laughs> but uh, that's 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 a good little good bit of information. People that don't understand, right? And in, in Cleveland's get been getting seventy put on on them every week, right yeah. through district, and uh, you know, just so they can kind of have a better picture of what's going on over there, right? Because it is it's it's a rough deal, and I hate yeah. it because Tuffy and I were talking about it, man. We're and you and I've talked about it in our podcast. How great it used to be going to the football games, and they were so tight and so competitive and right. stuff. And and uh, just the numbers, they don't. Tuffy, in, in in his words, he said, "We're a six A school playing with two A numbers athletically." Mm-hmm. He said, and that's just that's honest truth. Mm-hmm. He said, "Because I, I said three A, he's no I'm more like two. He, yeah. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, there's so many that's moved out, right, right. And, and stuff. And he said, it's they're they're trying to pull kids out of the hallway, get them to play, you right. know, sports and what have you. But he said, it's just the dynamics have changed so much in that area. He, he, he says, it's just not what it used to be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's totally changed. So, uh, Crosby still winless, 28-20. Final Porter beats them uh, this last week. So, uh, New Caney ISD had a big week. In Texas High School football, week seven. Lufkin gets a win over North Mesquite, uh, 25-7. How far did they have to go to that drive? Man, they left Thursday. <laughs> we talked about that with some, some fans in, in the uh, yeah, well, we, after the Huntington game. And yeah. They talked about how far, man. I mean, North Mesquite playing Lufkin. That's crazy. That's yeah. like – but they said that they thought that Lufkin may drop. Is that what they said? A little bit. Uh, drop uh, – next year which yeah. i don't see lufkin i mean it may be but but then again and we'll talk about the woodville cold spring stuff but you you said that you had heard that woodville was probably gonna drop that's what i heard so uh in the new realignment which comes up in february and we're going to talk about that future podcast right yeah as we get into the off season uh i seen where snapchat snapshot day was like november 10th was when they had to submit all their numbers. I think I sent it to you a couple yeah. weeks ago. But uh, Barbers Hill gets win over Baytown Lee, 42-21. Uh, Kingwood Park all over Goose Creek Memorial, 47 to nothing. Brenham defeated Montgomery, 40-14. to uh, Dayton over Galena Park, 55-13. Vider and Little Cypress-Mauriceville, 
these two teams, we we talked about them a little bit. I really thought we really talked about them a lot in the uh, Bullet Girl House show that we do on Wednesday nights at Bullet Girl House there in Point Blank. Because that's at Livingston District, right? right. And uh, so we really talked about that game, and uh, Vider pulls a win out over there uh, in that football game. Uh, no, excuse no, me, Little Cypress pulled it out, 34-28. And we felt like that game was going to go either way. Yeah, either way. Right. That was a pick-up deal. Yeah. Um, Huffman falls to Livingston. Livingston putting up more points than they've scored all year. Uh, not really, but put up 44 against uh huffman 44 28 so the magic number for livingston is one Mm -hmm. right so they can see tyler chapel hill in week 11 that's right uh and and next week next week we're going to sit down and we're going to go district by district it may end up being two shows that we do uh we may do a big school and a little school show uh next week and i feel like that that may be as we're going into week nine that's like the week going into and Mm -hmm. you know the final week of district and getting ready for the playoffs so i feel like that that's that's really important to go over that yeah and and i think that it's i think we do our our fan base right our listeners the justice to hey we're going to listen to this. This is going to be 2A, 3A, 4A Division 2, right? Right. And then we'll do 4A Division 1, 5A, and 6A. That's right. Break it that way. And then probably from there on out, that's the way the shows will go uh, because we'll be talking brackets and all of that fun stuff. And we got – me and you, and I know Trent does too, we have – We, we have, have good, fun doing it. <laughs> yes, we love doing those brackets. Yeah. That's a lot of fun putting the thought into that. It really is. Um, Lumberton defeated Splendora forty-one to seven, and I was doing the game there in Woodville, and I, I sat there and I looked at that, and I seen Splendora was up seven nothing, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, you know, because we've talked about Splendora yeah, a bunch, yeah. and I was like, "What?" But it was so far down on my screen <clears throat> that I never got back to it. Right? right as I was looking at scores and everything. And then when we were at Waterburger afterwards, I looked. Confirmed. Yeah, Case confirmed it for me. Yeah. I was like, man, what was that Splendor score? And he, he pulled it up. But the game that we were watching when we left Woodville, uh, Hampshire, Finette, Western were starting. We had talked about that one. It was going to be a barn burner. And boy, boy was, was it. was a good it. one, wasn't it? Yes, 21-14 final. And uh, Hampshire, Finette pulls it out in overtime. I would so, have liked to have been at that game. And the week before, they, they take it down to the wire against Jasper, and a field goal is what mm-hmm. wins that game, right? Yeah. So, uh, that they're was, squeaking by them, but they're getting the, yeah, the wins. They, they're getting them, and they're holding their spot. Yeah. So, got our got our third wheel just come up here in the, in the hot box with us. It ain't hot up here today. No, it's not. The cold front come in. We got the <laughs> air conditioner working. But uh, Bridge City falls to Jasper 49 to nothing right. uh, in that deal. Liberty. Here was a one. There's a, we had two games in, in, in my pick'ems on the 590 Sports Show. And the the Livingston-Huffman game was one of them, and the Harden-Jefferson-Liberty game was the other one. Both teams were – all four teams were winless yeah. going into that. And we said if it come down to a field goal that we thought that Harden-Jefferson was going to win that football yeah. game. No, we said Liberty. Yeah. If you have yeah. the kick, Liberty yeah. was going to win it. Liberty yeah. was going to win it, right. Yeah. And, and uh, so Liberty wins that one. 20-16 was yeah. the final in that game. So Liberty gets their uh, one win of the season. Kirbyville, Anahuac, this is uh, dropping down into our wheelhouse into the 3A football. That's right. But uh, Kirbyville and Anahuac, 
and what gets that win so 44 28 so they're right there behind their arch rivals of uh orangefield yeah Anawak right. put it put it in gear and as you know kirbyville was kind of making a push to look like they were going to be the being the driver's yeah, seat. Yeah, being the driver's seat of that deal, and Anawak said, not so no, fast. pump the brakes, yeah, bud. Yeah, not we're so fast, we're so. still here. We're still playing football. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Anawak gets that win, 44-28. Wish, wish old Trent was here uh, to uh, talk about that game a little Give bit. Give us a little more details on it. Yeah. I mean, we got some on the way did, home, yeah. but he was really hard to understand yeah. even Friday night on the right. way home. Exactly. Uh, exactly. My dog's done come up here to the studio. Case, take him downstairs. Man, these folks are going to be listening to this podcast. They're going to say, man, what them guys got going on? <laughs> so, um, another game that over in 9-3-A of two teams that were winless was Huntington and Crockett. Crockett put 60 up on Huntington. Uh, 60-19 was the final. Uh, our whistleblower. I, I called you. I called you Saturday, and and I I, li, I listened to our podcast a couple times normally because I hear hear things and want to pick up on it and maybe refresh my memory right and right. or what we're talking about. So so our insider over there, his new name is Whistleblower, and he's gonna get a, he's gonna get a kick out of that when he listens to this this week as when he's at work. But uh, down there on the prairie, Orangefield defeated Tarkington forty three seventeen. And uh, that was that was a ball game through really through the first half. Right, it, it was a ball game, and uh, Tarkington's got a couple issues they got to work through, and yeah. I think they will. Uh, Coach yeah, Belt they, over there. There's nothing to hold your hat about that. I mean, no. it's Orangefield. We know Orangefield's one of the better ones out of that district, and I mean, hey, you put up 17 points. It's better You're than a shutout. Oh, absolutely. And the year that they've had up to this point, I mean, it's been stellar. Yeah, it really I mean, has. You know, you got to you got to hold your hat to them there. And, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. No, and they will. It all come to them. No, it, it is. It's all going to come around for them. And, and uh, you know, still an opportunity to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? they got to win two key games, East Chambers, Buna. If they can win those two games, they're going to be able to slide in there. That's right. And uh, really – That would be a, a very successful year if they do that. Yes. I mean, I felt – honestly, very. I felt I felt five seed out of there would have been successful. Yeah. but. To be able to possibly slip in that four seed, mm-hmm. that's that's really huge. And we're we're going to break down where that district is here in, in a little while. But uh, you and I, we uh, in case let's see what our time looks like. We'll, we'll talk about that one in a minute. Uh, we talked about Huntington and Crockett. Shepherd had Palestine Westwood, and uh, we kind of. We picked that game like forty-two to eight is what we thought that game was going to be. Yeah, we were twenty points off. Yeah, we were twenty off, and good for Shepherd, right? Going on a road, long road trip up there to Palestine, right. and uh, they they suffered the loss. Twenty-eight forty-three was the final in, in favor of Westwood. And we've we've talked about Westwood, and, and I know I've sailed my praises on them enough, and and we're going to get to finally see if my praises are worth. This what week we talked about yeah because we're gonna we're gonna you and I are gonna get the opportunity to see them this week in Cold Spring but uh, you know I'm they got the win there uh, Westwood did their only loss is is to Dieball as of right now so they're kind of in the going back into the meat of the district for them right as they'll still they still have Cold Spring and then Woodville to play so uh, we'll talk about that 
when we come back from the break, and we're going to talk about that Cold Spring Woodville game. So, uh, right. But anyway, we're we're going to take a quick break. We're going to catch our breath. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Cold Spring and Woodville a little bit. Got a lot to say in that game and uh, run down a few other scores. And then we're going to dive into week eight of Texas high school football. You're listening to the 590 Sports Show on Texas Podcast Media. We'll be back right after this. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tolis in the studio. Trent Hart out sick this week, and uh, he's on the IR. You know, we got to take care of our little buddy down there in yeah. Anahuac. You think he's going to make some playoff games with us? You think he's going to ride up, maybe go to a couple games with us? I do. I think he will, too. I think he will, yeah. Uh, and, you know, we talked about it the first weekend in November. We're going to go that Thursday. Well, that Thursday, we're going to go watch Tarkington Anahuac play. We're going to go to that game. And then uh, – because Cold Springs on a bye week. Mm-hmm. And then that Friday, we're going to go see Sealsby Jasper. Right. And uh, so I think he'll make that trip over there. Right. And uh, come hang out with us and we'll Did have a Sealsby, good time. Sealsby uh, Hampshire for now. No, that's Sealsby Jasper. Sealsby Jasper? Is the last week, yeah. Okay. Sealsby Hampshire for is – October 20th. I'm telling you, October 20th is like the big day in Texas high school football. Like, we could probably do just a show on the big games. Yeah, just the four or five big games in our area. Yeah, because if you go through and you look at this, Cold Springs got big one, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Out of our district, out of of, uh, Anahuac's district, there's big games there, right? So, there's a lot of big games going on in yeah. Southeast Texas and Texas high school football that week. Yeah. A matter of fact, the Woodlands Willis game is that weekend as well. That, that would be worth going be to, good one too. you know, if we wanted to just stay close yeah, to the house, yeah. but I've already committed to told some guys that we're coming down there mm-hmm. for, uh, the Sealsby Jasper game. So, and, and that maroon and white, you got to go watch it. Yeah. So we're going to go down there, but, uh, we went to Woodville this week and did not see what we wanted to see on the Cold Springs sidelines, right, right? or on the field for the Cold Spring Trojans. The 28-18 final, Woodville gets the win. And just to put it plain and simple, Cold Spring got outplayed the entire night, yeah, in my Craig, opinion. I, I, think, I think what you got – or what we saw was you got two good football teams. Yeah. And and they are. They're, they're both real good football teams. And football, at, at, at the end of the day, is about executing plays. Yep. And uh, I think what happened probably was, you know, you either execute or you don't, and you got to be able to capitalize on the ones you don't. And, you know, believe it or not, Cold Springs had a lot going their way. 
you know, I mean, defensively, they, 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 yeah, they, did. They, they, they had a pick six, they had a, a interception, and then they had a fumble, and they yep. also had a run back on a kickoff return. Yeah. KJ Harden. So when you have when yards. you have those turnovers go in your favor, you you have to win the game. Yep. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think what it I think our defense played good enough to win the game. We had some we had some passes get over the top of us a couple times. Uh, and gave up scores. But I think at the end of the day, it was not executing plays on the offense. And if you could look at the stats, yeah, it, it, it explains it. You're, it was a catastrophic failure on the O-line, most likely. Uh, or a matchup wasn't good on our behalf against yep. their D-line. They had a lot of speed, uh, but we couldn't create anything at the line of scrimmage, and it showed. They were more physical mm-hmm. in the trenches, Woodville was, on both sides of the yeah. ball. Uh, now, uh, and I'll say this, we shut the – we kept the run contained. Mm-hmm. They did not the their touchdowns were were in well, there. Well, they scored right before half. Yeah, on a long bomb that you know got over the top of uh, our free safety. So we gave that up, and then, like I said, I mean, we were still kind of in the driver's seat at that point. But man, the adjustments they made at half, we just never could generate anything offensively. No, we could, and, and you know, I got hosed in the in the press box. You know, yeah, I told you, you about that. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> the, you the, needed, yeah, the, the clock guy hosed me in, in the press box. Yeah, right? he gave, hey, you need to zip it. Yeah, you know what I mean? pr- pretty much. He's pretty like, much what he told you. He, he's like, he told me, he's like, I don't know why they keep running that play. He can't go nowhere and this and that. And I said, no, the kid's only averaged 225 yards a game running, you know, on that, running yeah, why, the ball in the interior. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, he said, well, y'all must not have been playing anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about just hose me. Like, what? <laughs> hey, and it wasn't at a timeout where right. you no, know, it was like I was on the air whenever he hosed me like yeah. that. I'm like, dude, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> he did hose me solid. Yeah, I think, like I said, at the end of the day, it, it, we said all along that that game and the next two that we got coming up, we we felt could go either way. Yep. Uh, I still feel that way. Like I said, I mean, we we definitely. Next week's matchups are going to be totally different than Woodville. I think it's two different teams, you know. Same with die ball when we get ready to play them. But, man, you got to execute. You know, football is about execution. And sometimes yep. at the end of the execution. day, we talk about Joes. You know, I'm yep. right. We use that terminology. Sometimes your Joes are just not as good as their Joes. And that's what we fell and, into. And that, and that happens. Whether yep. it be your secondary, whether it be, you know – your O line may not yep. match up with their D line. I mean, it could be different matchups, but at the end of the day, uh, we have nothing to hold our head about. I mean, we fought and tried every different thing we could do. We we, we scored on a trick play. Yeah, Caden uh, Barton we, got his first yeah, touchdown. So we did a lot of yeah. The defense hats off them. I think for the most part, they played well enough to win. I just think at the end of the day, we could not. We we, got, we couldn't produce enough yards on offense. We could to score. Right, and and we got beat in the trenches, mm-hmm. right? And and you said that a while ago, and it was to the point – it was early on, right? It was early on K.J. Harden got a majority of the touches and was trying to get out on the edge and was unable to, mm-hmm. right? He he spent more time really and truly and running backwards yeah. in east and west than he did north and south right. and, and just not able to get and to that And that's a hat-off to their speed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, he had 16 yards on nine carries, K.J. Harden did, averaging 1.8 yards per carry. Tiger Parker, who had been averaging 225 yards a game, uh, 68 yards on 16 carries. 
that as a team you had 127 team yards. A hundred of those were rushing, 27 passing, and that was a touchdown pass. Yeah, you can't win so like one touchdown offensively off of a trick play. Caden Barton running a very nice route, run up underneath the ball from David Rowe, and was able to put it in the end zone. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, other than that, that was it. Yeah. You know, now, if you don't have the run back and you don't have the pick six. It's I mean, a total different ball yeah, game, yeah, and that was defense and special and, and, I'm not, teams. and we earned the run back. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We, we set the blocks, and we we KJ you know, Harden had we, good. We earned that, and we earned the pick six too. KJ really showed his vision yeah. on the field, yeah. but it, at the end of the day, like I said, you're you're leaning heavily on your defense and your special teams to score runs. In this game, you got to score on offense. You have you know to. What I mean, unless, unless you keep them to a lot less than twenty eight. You know, and, to, to be able to win that game. And it was big plays that Woodville scored on. That's right. And, uh, throughout the night. And it was big plays that they scored on and, and gaps in secondary and such. And, and that made the difference mm-hmm. in that football game. So, uh, you know, Cold Spring able to come home. Hey, we see where our shortfalls is, are, right, and what they were against a really good Woodville team. Yep. Uh, you know, we – while we were there, got the opportunity to kind of learn what happened to the Woodville die ball game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodville had two, or th- a couple, two or three kids that that uh, went out with uh, an injection. I guess there was a fight or something, right, in that right. game, and uh, so they they ended up sitting out the majority of the game. Some playmakers, uh, and we've seen the same issue, right? Had a kid from Woodville got ejected. In the game early against us, too. early in the first, early in the second quarter, I believe it was, right. but uh, got ejected. So they, the Woodville faithful, talking to Jordan and them with uh, SETX before the game, they felt like <laughs> that uh, that was kind of part of it, right? In yeah. in the deciding factor in that game against uh, Woodville, talking to them about the Franklin game, I so like, you know what happened and this and that. They turned the ball over late, and Franklin was able to capitalize and score. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's nice being able to go and get to visit with some of those guys that broadcast down there in the Golden Triangle. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Because you see what's happening. When yeah, you're not seeing or you're not hearing. Right, you're you're not seeing anything. That's right. Looking on the forums at setx, you know, dot com, not being able to see see what's going on there. So, uh, dropping down in three A Division two, uh, Newton once again gets a big win over Hemphill, seventy six zero as a final. Uh, but the big game that we kind of thought was going to be kind of big was uh, the Anderson-Shiro-New Waverly game. And, well, uh, I, I, we felt picked... er, I felt early on, though, that Anderson-Shiro was behind Newton. Yeah. And Newton, when they played, I mean, that was a large margin. That's how much better Newton is. But we picked it right on. We felt like it was Newton, Anderson-Shiro, and then on down the line. Yeah, it, but we had Coons exactly. and Warren in there in the 3-4, right? Mm-hmm. And New Waverly defeated Warren last week That's or right. two weeks ago, right? So, uh, New Waverly falls to Anderson Shiro. So, still holding, holding true where Anderson Shiro's in that two spot. At least our district picks were remotely close in on this. On that, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. On the, on, the, on the one that we don't even hardly follow. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so, New Waverly drops, puts them roughly in that three spot, right? So, uh, Corgan Camden down there in the 2A. Uh, ranks 2A Division One. They get a big win over Normandy, 38-14, and I felt like that game against Cold Spring that that Corgan had that second, not really the game, the second half. Right. I mean, Corgan had scored what 17 in the first half against Cold Spring, mm-hmm. but that second half is whenever it's like the light bulb come on 
for those guys. Yeah, they started finding their way with those receivers and yes, kind of putting things. things together. That's definitely was a which Norman, you know, is they're way way down right now, uh, way down. Right. But like I said, Corgan's definitely shifted gears from where they started the first three games. You know, scoring only twelve points, and they played us and got a lot better, and so they're they're doing they're doing better. They're they doing, young, and we knew they were young. Yes, so they're everything so everything they do this year is, is only going to build and make them better as the future comes, you know, it all right. comes to them. And, and the big game for Corgan is going to come November 3rd, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to be them in Centerville. Uh, the, probably the second biggest game out of the district is going to be the Battle of 287, them in Groveton, right? right? That's right. going to be a really good football game this year. Uh, last year, Corgan won that one, just blew Groveton out of the water. But I think they're back down on even kill, right, right. with the young team that Corgan has. I feel like that they're gonna, going to uh, – that's going to be a really good game right. uh, coming up in week nine. We'll have to look forward so just to a couple weeks, Just a couple weeks ago uh, ahead on the 27th. So, uh, Love Lady, they're still rolling solid, right? 51-0 over Coma Snell. Um and, yeah, I look uh, for Lovelady to make a big run this year. I do too. That's going to be another team that we're going to have to go catch yeah. one of their playoff we're games. Check it out. When, when things slow down for us, uh, we're definitely going to have to go catch uh, one of those games. So, uh, do you want to talk about some rankings? See where some teams are. And it's all been kind of staying the same, huh? It has. Let's look at it though. I mean, it has. Uh, jumping over, we'll start. Well, you want to go big school six A or what? Well, we can start there at the three A level or Let's go t- lower. Sweater, you're already there. We'll start, we'll we'll start small and go big. How about that? There you go. So uh, at two A Division two, you go to you go back and you look at the state rank state rankings. You got Albany. Uh, they're sitting in the one spot. Martin the two spot, which we kind of talked about. Westwood and stuff. Some of the teams that they're playing. Martin was one of those mm-hmm. teams, and and look where they're at. Right, yeah, even there. though they're down. Yeah. Right, two classifications. They're but Martin's still, always there. I mean, you drive yeah. through their town and. At the, they got so many state championships painted on their buildings. They're running out of buildings. Yeah, they are. Like, so, they, I mean, for them to be there, I mean, that's – It's no surprise. But, yeah, I mean, you look at Love Lady sitting there at seven. You know, that's more our area. Yeah. Uh, and and really the only person – only team in our area. In our area. Yeah. Down they there. Mark's kind of close, I guess. But Yeah, they're they're closer than the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, the rest so. are probably way out west. And, yeah, Love Lady sitting in the two and uh, – or seven, excuse me. I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do. But you move over into two A Division One. You got Timpson sitting in the one spot, right? Referio two, Toller three, Cooper four, Stratford uh, five, uh, Hockley six, Beckville seven, Sonora eight, Garrison is nine, and then Holland in the ten spot there in two A Division One, three A Division Two. Gunner in the one, Canadian two, Tidehaven three, Hooks four, Newton five. They have a breeze this week. I feel sorry for Trinity. Yeah. I, I mean, I really do. Good thing that game's at home for Trinity. Right. Troop in the sixth spot, Poth in the seven, Holiday in the eight, uh, Littlefield nine, Dangerfield ten. You know, Dangerfield is, is one of those historical places. Yes. You know, Dangerfield, if you go back and look at the last – 15 years of where Dangerfield's been. I mean, that that's primarily – Yes. That's a hotbed for football right there. Yeah, and you go back just the last, what, four or five years right here, 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 9 and 3, yep. 10 and 3, 9 and 4. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and if you – I'll just click on 
this one right here, yeah. right? They played Atlanta, Tatum, Gladewater, Elijah Fields, uh, DeCab, uh, DeCab, yeah. uh, uh, Pattonville. But you go through and you look at these games. Yeah, you and know, I Atlanta's mean, always a, a good program. DeCab's a good program. Right. I mean, all those are up, you know, north, close to the border over that way. But there's a lot of good football in that. In that area. That area right there. And that yes. classification in those schools are smaller. Very small. So, it's – they're really, really fun. Here's obviously back in our yeah. <laughs> our wheelhouse, right, 3 got Franklin sitting one there. Yeah, Franklin and I, Columbus too, right? Franklin's played a lot of really close games. They've got to be – they got to be down more than what they've been. I agree. But Columbus sitting at two, the way they flexed on Madisonville, they've got to be – Legit. Legit, yeah. yeah. So, I look for them to make a big push. So, let's click on this real quick. So, they're District 12, right? I mean, just look at their scores. I mean, look, they're 47, 62, 56, 48, 42, 49, 42. And, yeah. I mean. And they got a big game this yeah. week against Hitchcock. I mean, they are they are offensively strong. That is a huge game, Columbus and Hitchcock. Probably going to throw that at my pickums. Yeah. This week, you can find that on Five Ninety Nine Sports on Facebook. Yeah, that would be a good one. That'll, that'll be a go back really, to those rankings again. Yeah, that's what I'm fixing to do. Well, what I was gonna do, what I, of course, it throws me over to Six A. That ain't what I'm trying to do. Yeah, scroll down there. You're on it right there. Yeah, so look at there. There's Hitchcock. So you're going to get the number two and the number four team in the state matching off. Matching off. Yeah, that's like yeah. equivalent to a state championship. I mean, if you game. scroll on down, you got Edna at seven. Edna's been powerful the last several years yep brock as well yep brock as brock's well. been there here's another big one number five winsboro against number nine pottsboro and my old buddy joe grimes we told I, we trent would text him today and uh we were jagging with him so i wanted to bring the score up last year pottsboro beat Winsboro, 36-35. Right. And, and here they are uh, circling back, going to play each other again, right? And it's a district game. So, you got two teams in the top ten. I mean, this is two games with teams in the top ten going to be yeah. squaring off. Yeah. that That's a – I mean, can we not go to the West Cold Spring Westwood game and flip a coin and, and either go coin, to Hitchcock yeah. or or go to uh, go up it. to Winsboro? I mean, you go to that Hitchcock and uh, Columbus game. That's a that's a second third round type play. I mean, that's going to be yeah. Those two teams they're going to end up seeing each other. Malakoff's another one that's always up there. I mean, those yep. there's a lot of good football played at that level right there. There really is, yeah. and 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 most of those are year in year out. They reload and just come grind with it again. Yes, you know what I mean. And and you go through in twelve months from now, we go back and we look at the top ten rankings that's here versus oh, yeah. next year. It's going to be similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may have one like Paradise may drop out or something. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it's still at it, the end of the day, it's a lot of the same. Yes, same teams. Yeah, and, and, and it cha- you know it changes. You know, more like Rockdale used to always be powerful there for years. But they're down. They got a new and coach they're, they're this year. They're kind of down. Yep. Uh, Wimberly, Cameron, uh, Cameron Yo, Cameron Yo is always powerful, and and they've been kind of yeah. So they, you know it changes, and and you know as people you know we talk about Cleveland, you know yeah, it the same thing happens. I think not quite as a fast pace, but sometimes it moves people up in classifications, and they just don't you know yeah they just they don't adjust yep. right. So, talking about 
some that stay the same, right? Moving into four A Division two, Carthage in that one seed, Silsby in the two. They got another Liberty. fun division. Yeah, another fun division. Carthage there again at one. Uh, go on their schedule. They haven't been beat, but I, I don't see them finishing in that number one spot. Uh, at the end of the I day, I clicked on them. They just ain't pulled just up. Ain't yet. Pulled up. Yeah. Silsby, we know, super super strong. Yeah, uh, Quero's another good one that you know. A lot of times, it's a good football. Wimberley. I mean, how many times Cold Springs battle with Wimberley? Dude, <laughs> we've went to some good ones. Yep. Been to some real good ones. Yep. So that's a that's a, a very nice area to live in. Wimberley. Put it put it in reverse. That's a destination type. Yes. Place. Yeah, that's a that's a good place to be. Put it in reverse. Going back to Carthage in that one seed. They've had Kilgore thirty to twenty seven final. So, so Pittsburgh. A, obviously, Kilgore's bigger, but I mean, played them close. Forty two to seven. San Antonio Cornerstone, 34 is nothing. Marshall, 38-13. Bullard, 45-14. Brownsboro, 45 nothing. Canton, 50 to nothing. They yeah, got Canton's re- weak, weak way down. So, Carthage is going to finish but it that good one, one Well, the good one's going to be that center. Yeah, but I don't think Carthage is going to be able to beat that center team. I don't know. We'll see. That's uh, going to be a good match. It, it is. It is. Go so, to that center and let's see what they're looking like. Let's go right there. Center's 5-1. and one. They beat Tatum, Longview, lost to North DeSoto, Louisiana. Beat Dangerfield, which we just talked about Dangerfield being ranked, what, number 9 or 10. Yep. Uh, beat Canton and uh, Rusk. Yeah. So. Looks like their defense, so, they don't play much defense, but they sure put some points up. So, remember <laughs> us talking about that October 20th yep. date? I'm just trying to pinpoint good games, I'm yeah. telling you. So. Carthage in that center is going to be a good game. That's October 20th. Remember how magical game. that date is? Right, good, good we could, we could do our own podcast just on that mm-hmm. on for games next week. Right, right. It, it it would be really good. Uh, but you know, Bullard's good, or had traditionally been good. Mm-hmm. Right, um, so it's going to be interesting. So that district, just out of District Eight, Four A Division Two, you got Carthage and Van both three and O. Right, Centers two and O. They they're coming off a of bye week. Right. And then Brownsboro one and two, Bullard zero oh and two, Canton zero oh and three, and Rusk is zero oh and two. So you got Carthage and Center going to meet up in a couple of weeks, but uh, you got Center and Van going to meet up this week. So a big game yeah, there. And Center's got a they got yeah. a running back that's a D one guy that hasn't. I don't think he's made his commitment yet, but he's LSU type, Texas type, you know. And and the cool thing about Center is is. Our O line coach in Coltsbury. That's where he just come from. Right. The center. Right. So uh pretty interesting. Yeah, to, pretty interesting. To see. Uh but as you're moving down Oh, uh, let's go but here we go. Center so, yeah. center sitting number ten. They're sitting number ten, yeah. So you got in the same district, they're sitting ten, Carts is sitting one, that's great. But how about the Silsby Tigers and the Hampshire Fournette? So you'll go two seven. That's and, what, October the twentieth? Uh, I believe that is. I, I just clicked on Fournette. Well, let's yeah, Silsby yeah. and Hampshire Fournette, the twentieth. Yeah, I look for Silsby to win this game. So next but week, I, I think that that's going to be a good game. Here's the deal: next week we're going to do a special edition. You tell your bride that she's going to have to cook next Monday night. Yeah, because we're we got a All lot of we got a matchups. lot of work that we have to do, and uh, so you tell her either maybe I can get Rachel to cook something good, cook something up really good, like some. 
Rosseroni <laughs> or something and get get all the kids to come if over. We persuade. <laughs> yeah. See what we can get done because I mean I feel like that we're going to be in the in the studio for a good while uh, next week because I I feel like we're at that point where we need to do a, a big school little school podcast. Right. Yeah, I mean, as we're flipping through here, and you're just like, I'm like, wow, wow, look at all these, look at all these. Yeah, and, I mean, and we're just looking at the ranked teams, right? There's, there's <coughs> right. some teams that are just outside. Yeah, 15, we're 16. not even talking about Madisonville, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking about those teams. Yeah, and, and so it's uh, there's so many good games, like the 20th. There's so many right. good games coming up. So let's jump over to 4A Division One, Chapel Hill in that one seed, Bernie in the two. Speaking of Bernie, dude, so we went Saturday to this fair on the square deal up in Huntsville. Huntsville. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel was working up there with the Rock and Crown, and uh, she was up there running that booth. So I, she texted me. She said, "Hey, why don't you come up here?" So I went up there after the volleyball stuff and after the depressing Texas loss. Right. So I go up there and I'm walking around. I found this hot sauce, dude. They great display, dude. I tried it. I got something you need to try. I don't know if yeah. you like hot sauce, oh, I but love it. dude, this stuff is the bomb. dot com. It's a. Yeah. I bought a like a family four pack. Right. Really, really good. Uh, maybe I'll put it on social media, but it's it's worth worth looking into. But Bernie number two, Selena three. Look, Anna, I mean, Selena's another one. Yeah. Year after year, China Springs. Yeah. Stephenville. Look at Stephenville. Stephenville. For the last four years, they've yeah. been right. Look who's creeped in there. Neatville. Neatville creeped in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, they they beat Navasota this That's last right. week. So a uh, lot of, I mean, local teams, yeah. local really kind of to us. But Stephenville, you know, they've been – every year they're creeping in. They're they're working on getting a new stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephenville's been uh, going to, to Tarleton. Tarleton. Yeah, so – uh, in the next year or two, they're going to be moving into their own stadium and, and being able to have a true homecoming. So it's going to be interesting to see for those right. guys. Jumping over 5A Division Two, you got Melissa, Frisco, uh, Montgomery, Lake Creek, a team that we have not talked about uh, very much that's just out of reach over here right. for us, right? Middle Othian, Texarkana, Texas, uh, Port PNG up in the sixth spot, South Oak Cliff, in the seven, Lovejoy eight, uh, Alamo Heights Mules in nine, and Argyle in the ten. And Argyle's that team that lot we haven't of, really talked about again, a whole bunch. You got but, all these storied programs. You know, Argyle's been there several times. Yeah, PNG, the yeah, history. Lovejoy that's there. in the last four years. Uh, right. South Oak Cliff. I mean, they battle with Duncanville on a regular. PNG, I, obviously. I think the Middle big one. Big. The big one for us jumping in there is, is Montgomery Lake yeah, Creek. Yeah. That that's really. And we're not talking one. about girls softball or no. boys baseball. We're talking about football. Yeah, it, that, that's just rolling. not. And once yeah. they built that other high school in, in yeah. Montgomery, I was kind of curious to how my cousin, his kids go to Montgomery High mm-hmm. School and not Lake Creek. And he was telling me that he said Lake Creek stacked. And he was yeah. telling me that early on. And I don't know where they're getting that from either, because I mean, let I me mean, face it: when has Montgomery been real good in football? Never. I mean, I, not that I can remember. I mean, they I were, they were when I was, my senior year or junior year, they were three A with us. I mean, they were small, and then, of course they went up, but they never have. But then they opened this Lake Creek, and I know it's a little more back towards Conroe. So they took from Montgomery, and I don't know if they took in some of absorbed some of it, and, or the back of the woodlands. Yes, back of the woodlands, and I, yes. I don't know where they drew that line, but I mean, you're talking softball, very dominant. Yep. Uh, golf dominant. Baseball dominant, and then now the football program starting to put together 
obviously a great run this year. Be they're going to be fun to follow. Yeah, uh, as we progress on, yep. maybe maybe a game, maybe a team when you put on our list of trying yeah, to go to check, check a game out. out. Especially maybe when you get have... those games like your you know your love ladies on a Thursday and then somebody's on a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah, we can really catch and, a lot of good ones. But I've always said I've, I said that we said it in the earlier podcast. UIL needs to do better on scheduling this stuff. They need to do right two A Thursday. That's right. Three A four A Friday six A five A six A Saturday. That's right. And, right. and stack these games up to where you can make two in a day on Saturday. Right. So makes it fun. Yeah. And and. UIL's about having a big attendance at them games. Yep. So that's the best way to do it. Jumping into 5A Division One, Alito in that one spot, Longview in the two, Mansfield three, Port Arthur Memorial four, Fulcher. Look at Fulcher. You know, it was a small, yes. small little community that, that's in that Lamar ISD district. Yeah. Uh, Slipping in there. In the, sli- yeah, they're doing yeah. well. And they got Magnolia West this week. Smithson Valley, a storage program. Red Oak. PSJ North Raiders, Frisco, Frisco, Frisco. Talk about the star. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then Forney, uh, we talked about them. Uh, Forney was playing Lufkin uh, that weekend at, when we were in Huntington, and we met up, seen them folks over Look there. Look at Longview so. sitting in two. Yeah, the Lobos. That's East Texas at its finest, right? Yes, there. I want to go. That's that's probably one of the. Not I told you the Longville deal that that stadium and and yeah. watching a game there they say is is man epic to maybe, watch it amongst the pine trees. Maybe have to throw that one on the bucket list. Yeah. Right. What I like to figure out, especially when we get closer to the state championships and everything, is you know does the Houston schools do they are they better? Or do you how often does the Houston schools beat the Dallas DFW area? It's been versus a lot. East Texas. It's been a East Texas is really you don't have any of the big six A in there, right? But when you drop down to the five A's, that's where you get into that East Texas five to the Carthage area, you know, right? But you know, I would probably have to give the nod to the DFW. No, I, I mean, am I right? I no, mean, I think you're right. I mean, it, Houston. But here's the deal: if you look at it, and and most people, we're going to take a break after after we finished this part of it but whenever you look at that and you look at the you look at the houston right everybody throws in hisd right as the houston right so but you can't you got to throw katie you got you got all them representing right you know george rance won it that year out of there uh pearland won it in 10 right so you got katie obviously was a very big factor yep. for many years, but at the end of the day, I mean that that DFW just seems like it's not just one; it's two or three or four yeah. every year. Yes, spread out. Am I right? right? Yeah, no, you're right. And then really talk about going into basketball. Yeah, you know you got I, I, Dallas. I mean, Madison. it's just always a you know, and it goes back to where they have the state championships at. You know, they yep. held it in Houston that one year, and it was I guess disastrous for that, them, and they didn't. It was great for Ricky. But it's not fair to have everybody drive every year way up there. Right. You, you see so, what I'm saying? So but, everybody's got a good point. I so mean, they but, put it out for bid, right? They The UIL puts that out for bid. And Houston just doesn't do anything. You know, for the longest time, it was down there at the Alamo Dome, mm-hmm. right? They, they'd have it – it would well, kind of you know, bounce around. Well, you know, it used to be it was – you know, 4A might be at Waco. And then, right. you know, it was, and then they wanted to have it all under one roof, which is a good idea because it allows, you know, More you commerce. can go and you can watch yes. games after game after game, and, and that's great. But at the end of the day, if you're Katie, you have to make this long trek all the way up there. Right. 
you know, and if you're a DFW school, you're just usually 30 minutes down the road. Yeah, it's a home game. So it's kind of. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't know. It's, it's a topic of its own. It, it, you got enough college stadiums, right? And I understand why they pick NRG, Alamo, right. Houston, because weather's, weather's, not, weather's not a factor. Yeah, you take that out. Right. You and it allows you to that. pay to go in and you can kind of watch all the games at once. Yep. And I, I do think that's a great deal. No, I do too. But and, but and, at the end of the day, though, I mean, if you got, I mean, you just take like Carthage for example. I mean, it's you get in those big stadiums like Cowboy Stadium, and you're trying to fill this thing up. Right. It's just so it's it's you don't you don't have that feel to you it. got end zone to end zone on the I mean, first right? level. I mean, no, you you're right. Versus if you go and put that thing at, I wouldn't say like Nacogdoches or SFA because they'd have probably be too too little, but right. You know, some of your nicer ones. Baylor. Yeah, Baylor is would – you know, I don't know. It just – I like playoff games when they have a neutral site. And everybody's – it's packed. Yes. Like the run that Lumberton made last year. I mean, I was able to go catch a lot of their games. And yep. whether it was at Beaumont or at New Caney or wherever, it was packed. Yes. And it, it had that electric atmosphere. And then we also all traveled down and watched the state championship games. Yeah. And it just – I don't know. It was almost like I'd rather just watch it on TV. I'm being serious. It's, like, it, it's, it's I can simpler. sit in my living room. I can watch. I can hang out with my friends. Yeah. We can go do things, come back, catch another game, the back part. But to go down there and, and, and get the hotel rooms and yeah. sit through that for so long, and some of them are good, some of them are not, or, or get right. you know, pick up and move so that the, the incoming team can come in. And right. I don't, it was just kind of a hassle, if you really want no, to No, and I agree with and that. And I think as we left, everybody in, in the vehicle with us going back was kind of like, I think you're better off just watching it at home. Yeah, and, and that's what I've done the last couple of years, just watched it at you know, home. And been able, unless you have a team competing, you know, and you're there, right. I mean, I understand that. But and, and technology being the way it is, you can watch it at home, you can watch it on your phone, never missing a minute right. of the game. And, and right. the coverage there is is great right. in that aspect. So, uh, you know, I often thought about going to the state championship games this year, going and catching all of them and doing a podcast an outgoing of the game that was played and build up going in and then just upload. But, you know, that's talking about going up there on Thursday, right? Be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. We just went on Saturday and watched all the six A's and, uh, and and, I and we watched the five A stuff on the day before. And then we went and watched some of the six A's and man, it was just, I don't know. I just, my experience was just tiring. It is. It is tiring. I, and, and the way TV is now, I mean, man, you could see just as good. And, and you get the instant replay right. and, and, and you get everything else. I mean, yeah. No, that's I right. agree with you. You know, back before they had all the TV and everything, I get it. But but nowadays with technology. I don't know. It's a topic of its own. It, it really is. We're going to take a quick break here on the 590 Sports Show here in the studios of Texas Podcast Media. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up with uh, week eight football games going on in the area talk about what we expect we'll be back right after this do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind well we're here to make that a reality here at texas podcast media we here are we are here to make your dream a reality come in set up in our studio we record we edit we do all the work and we upload it to all the feeds apple spotify stitcher google play we do it all let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. 
Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Welcome back to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Toby Tullis, and our good buddy Trent Hart out sick. We miss you, buddy. I know you're going to be listening to this tonight. And uh, just know that we hope you get we, – we hate that you're not in here and uh, doing our deal because, we one, we like giving you heck. But, uh, but two, the knowledge that you bring down there on I-10 corridor and uh, – What's going on with Anawak and all that good stuff? So, uh, and, and out of District Ten Three A, right? So, uh, you you brought it up when we went to break. It's like, oh gosh, we didn't hit Six A, yeah. and uh, so here we are. We're yeah, going, not much has changed there. No, not at all. You got Duncanville in the one North Shore, the two Desoto three, right? Austin Westlake four, Austin Vandergriff five. And that's one like them Austin teams. We don't even talk about those guys. Oh, very Lake much. Travis and yeah. all them. Yeah. So six, you have South Lake Carroll. Seven, you have Atascacita. Eight, you have Katie, who's on a bye week this week. Uh, nine, you have North Crowley. Ten, you have Summer Creek. Eleven, you have Lake Travis. Twelve, you have uh, Cibolo Steel. Cibolo Steel. Yeah. Thirteen, McKinney. 14, Trophy Club, Byron Nelson. 15, Houston Lamar. 16, Dickinson. 17, Willis. 18, Pflugerville, Wyas. San Antonio Reagan at 19, and Rockwall at 20. And I'm going to hold up right there, right? They give you the top 25, which Klein Collins is in there at 25. Then you got Katie Jordan, 44, uh, Copal Cowboys at 23, Dripping Springs 22, Prosper 21, Rockwall 20. So I, I went ahead and went through them. So they give you the top 25. So for the people listening, it may be their right. first time tuning in. They give you the top 25 because 6A is all one division. Right. right? You they don't have don't, the division one, division two. Right. So they'll take big school, small school, break them up after the district is finished right one two three four then they'll break them down division one division two and uh break them down that way and uh that's that's how they'll be played so we can't really guess who's i mean we can looking at it we can say this one's division one this one's division two right Right. we we can look at it that way but just off of our knowledge right but really and truly you don't know until district is done it's all about their enrollments and and that kind of thing and it's you know they can you know that's how they seed them depending on you know not necessarily from the start of the district play you know hey crowley's gonna get in you know what i mean right it's all about the top four and then it goes to classification like who has more enrollment than others and sometimes it could be a large difference yes but it can so 
we talk about big games and jumping down to 21-6A, and I kind of carry us around, but right. the 27th is a big game out of District 21-6A. You got North Shore and Atascacita. And, Atascacita. Yeah. And, and, and you said it early on that I you felt like Atascacita like is going to win that. that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and North Shore's got that stigma of North Shore. You know, they're the North Shore. You know? Right. And, and they, they are a very good team. Don't get me wrong. They're still ranked number two up there. Uh, they haven't been beat, so you can't really drop them. But just remember you, that date. You feel think, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and Atascita's ranked high. I mean, where were they at? Number five, uh, seven, maybe seven. I think it was. But with that being said, you know, this last week North Shore had Summer Creek, and it was a ten point game. Yeah, you know, Summer Creek is another yeah. team that's worthy of being in that in in that top 25 and that's all like one community anyways i mean yeah. if you're from the houston area you know i mean you got north shore right yeah. there off of C. the beltway e. King is the only thing that divides some, yeah yeah so you you're know? all i mean that's a big group and you go in there and you cut it up and you divide those those schools but uh and that's a big part of our when we talk about houston being strong right you know, outside of katie and katie a lot of times we talk about big and little a lot of times they want to go little yes uh, that way they can avoid Playing that, your Duncanvilles and, and North yeah. Shores have been kind of a thorn in their side as of the last four or five years, but right. No, you're. But you're, when you look at that ranking, I mean, those top ten, it's it's like those every year. And no. another big one too is your one and three. We talked about uh, Duncanville going to play Desoto. I think that might be the twenty eighth or the twenty. We talked about that. Hang on, I'll, hang on. But I'll, that's going to be number one versus number three. And I'll, I'll pull that one up. Yeah. Uh, what'd you say, Duncanville and Desoto? Yeah, Duncanville and Desoto. So let's pull and I up. think that is going to be – That's the 27th, same yeah. weekend. I so. think that's going to be as good a game as you're going to see whoever they play in the state championship. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, that that too. And that's the same thing. They're right down the road from one another. Um, yeah, I mean, who else did we got in there? Um, Go back see. to that ranking. <coughs> Man, I almost need – we almost need to see if we can figure out two mouses off, off the laptop, right. right? You know what I mean? So – yeah, so you got you know West Lake, who's always in there. Uh, South Lake, yeah, Carol. Well, that's where you talk about it. Went to school at. I mean, that's you got you got number four Austin West Lake playing. Yeah, Vandergrip. I watched Grip them last year in the state championship game, and they got handled pretty handily in that game. But I mean, once again, they reloaded and they're right back in there. So you got number twenty-two Dripping Springs in Austin West Lake, which is Austin West Lake is what did we say number four or five? So, yeah, it's it's so it, when you you know when you're matching those up and you take Austin Westlake and they got to play, let's say Duncanville, right? Uh, I mean Duncanville is so dominant Dude, this year. So, yeah, you know, I mean you can do a lot of good things, but man, just every position they're so dominant. Yes, and I think they're worth putting up there this year because they had so many returning starters from last year. And they handled – I mean, I watched them play North Shore last year, and it, they handled. Right. I mean, it was like they handled. It's going to be interesting to see. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'll go so on So, you're really going to be looking at who's going to drop out of that top ten, who's going to go little and who's going to go big. Right. Because if you go little, you have a shot at winning it. And that's going to be a week 11 conversation, yeah. right, when we sit back and we look yeah, at this and we put our brackets deal. together. We'll be able to take the the top twenty five and right and, and place them out in our brackets and be able to roll that's right roll that way and be able you know for the listeners right to be able to hear who's where and everything. But I, you're right. You're going to take half of these teams are going to go 
small. Yeah, they're right? small, yeah. It, and really and, that, and truly. You pretty much you don't have to play the bigger one at that right. point. Right, yeah. So I you mean, just paved your way right up. and It's going to be – And gonna a be, lot of times, you know, when you get to know these, I mean, I can – I can look at the Dave Campbell book and I can start from the get go and, and I can already tell you, Hey, so-and-so they want to go little because if not round two, they're getting so-and-so, you know what right. I mean? And yep. it's just, you don't want to drop games or lose games, but a lot of times it comes down to that. Yes. When you're playing on a game and you're like, Hey, if y'all would lose tonight, you're actually going to go little. Right. You, if you, you go win, be- you're going to go big. And it's like, I've seen that happen several times that I'm like, course you know nobody's gonna not play to that but i mean at the end of the day it's, it's right very, it's talked about especially right. on social media exactly it, it's social media there's a lot of that talk mm-hmm. and of course you know you wonder how much of it right oh, it's yeah. legit you know what i mean <laughs> that's right you know what i'm saying so let's go into week eight games we yeah. got i mean we've we've been rolling tonight uh so week eight games uh, we'll talk. We'll jump in District Nine Three A Division One, right? Uh, so you got Huntington and Woodville. Uh, no contest for the Woodville Eagles. Yeah. You, you know, uh, Shepherd has die ball uh, at home. So uh, going to be. What do you think that one's going to be? What do you think die ball is going to do to Shepherd? I think that Shepherd's not going to probably score no more than fourteen points. It'll probably be more like seven, six. And I think Dieball will probably score upwards of the 38. 38-42, somewhere, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's just my guess. I I think you're pretty close. I think I think Shepard will put 14 up. I think 42-14 is a fair number okay. there. Home game for Shepard, right? Um, Woodville-Huntington, that's not going to be much. The big game really out of that district is is at home. Uh, we'll have that game right here on AM. Palestine, Westwood, and Cold Springs. Yeah, 14-40 the score. Yeah, and I think what we're going to get is you're going to get a lot of speed from Westwood. I think it's going to be another good game that you're going to have to execute. It's a game that really yeah. I feel like Cold Spring has to win that battle in the trenches in order to be successful. I think if Cold Springs, talking playoff-wise, I think if you can steal one of these, the and I would think that Westwood's going to be favored over us and – I would think Dieball would be favored over us too, but if you could, so I'm going to call it steal one of those games. Right, it's going to make things a lot easier. If not, it's going to come down to the shepherd again. No, once yo, you're you're exactly right. You you need to slip one of those two games. Yeah, if you, you slip one of those two games, it's going to make it a lot easier on you. Right, and uh, and, and then, then it could give you a better position. Even though at the end of the day, I talked about this a long time. I think it's all about matchups. You know, it is. We may not have matched up good against Woodville. We may match up great against Westwood. Right. Uh, and teams on the outside looking go, oh, well, we'd, we'd rather get – if Cold Springs were to lose these three in a row and beat Shepard, you know, you think, oh, we, we'd rather have Cold Springs. But you may not match up good to Cold Springs. Your D-line may not be what Woodville's was. You may not have the speed that Woodville had. Right. And that, that switches everything around. And, you know, it. you just got to really look through the fine lines on our district here, I think. To, no, to get you, what you're seeing. You do, and you jump over to 10-3A, right, Division One. You got Orangefield in the driver's seat, 3-0, Anahuac 2-1, Kirbyville 2-1, um, Cleveland 1-1, one one, uh, Tarkington, excuse me, 1-1, one one, East Chambers 1-1, one one, right? Uh, and, you know, there's really some big games out of that district this week. You got Tarkington on the road at Kirbyville, right? You got East Chambers, or Anahuac going to be on the road at East Chambers, Right, yep. and East Chambers was that team we had early on, finishing up maybe that three seed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that that game right there is really big for for Anawag. And, and once again, I wish Trent was here to be able to kind of talk about that as um, as as this district you know kind of shapes up. But uh, East Chambers beat Buna. 49-24 last week. That was a Thursday night game, and if I would have realized it was a Thursday night game. Yeah. Trent said he didn't realize it until Friday night whenever he got in the booth. Yeah. But uh, <coughs> that that may have been a game that I thought about going to, right? Uh, but so, Buna 0-3, Harden 0-2, right? And, and Buna's played two pretty tight games, you know? And, yeah. And, and we didn't know a lot about Buna. I mean, Trent gave us the up on Buna. Early on, just his kind of picks and right, and, and then and we he learned, may not have known either. I mean, we just well, I don't day, think we didn't know. I think I think what happened in Buna, they got off to a hot start, right, and was playing really good football, and then they had their issues. Maybe right? yeah. So we knew East Chambers because we scrimmaged them, so I knew they would be in the mix. I felt like Orangefield and Anahuac would be in the mix, and they are. I think the Kirbyville was kind of the we. I wondered about Kirbyville because I knew when Jack Alvarez was there, they yeah. were a good football team. So And so I thought, man, you know, I don't understand what's going on there. And then they've kind of done some really good things this year. So so a couple to- weeks ago, we did our district picks, right? And and those are completely gone, yeah. right? Uh, even our district, 9-3A, really and truly. Right. So you go back and you look at this district and you look at the way it's shaping up. And I mean the carousel, right, of, of what is going on. You know, Orangefield's in the driver's seat, right? Anahuac 2, Kirbyville 3. Uh, Kirbyville 2 and 1 uh, uh, with Anahuac and then Tarkington 1 and 1. You know, having the conversation with Whistleblower, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, y'all have to y'all have to go in there and realistically, you don't see them beating Kirbyville, right? They're going to Kirbyville. Don't, don't see them winning that game. So you put that L there, right? For Tarkington? Yeah. Dang, great. So, uh... Look, I mean, uh, Craig, with, with all due respect, I didn't say that. With all due I respect, I think targeting could, you know, I mean, look what they did pre district, and then you're just calling them out. But whatever, we'll we'll move on past we'll it. I'll see where it. you stand. We'll just roll with it. So hey, I I do I did wear my targeting hat the other night. Yeah, you did. I did. I seen so, it in your truck. Yeah, I wore yeah. it. I wore it at the Bullet Grill House. Yeah, I, I seen thought, it in your I truck. I thought some people were coming, and I and I wore it. I right. was trying to. Trying to show them guys. Right. I've seen you jumping on their bandwagon. And I almost bought a shirt Saturday whenever I was at the volleyball game. And they had this big fall festival deal set up there. It was a really neat deal. Right. They had the band. Man, I walked out in the band. I thought they were playing the music for, for me. You. And then I realized <laughs> they were doing a concert, right? So, but I, I think, Kirby, I think in realistic terms, uh, you, put, you put a loss on that game, right? So that's going to drop them one and two. So, I want to pull their schedule up. That way we're very clear, right? So that – you got Kirk, they're at Kirbyville. They got East Chambers at home. They got Buna at home. Can they steal the Buna? On the road. I think they'll steal that Buna game easily. I really do. The East Chambers game is that question mark game. And, yeah. I, and I was telling Whistleblower, I said, you got to win the East Chambers and the Buna game. Right. Those are must win. If y'all want to make the playoffs, those are the two games that y'all got to win. Mm-hmm. And, and – so I guess my question that to you is: still the Kirbyville. I mean, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen, yeah. You know, that's why that's why they played every week. But who would have thought Harden would have played them as, played targeting as close as what they did, mm-hmm. right? Right. So of course, who would have thought Anawak would have been in the situation they were in with Harden? Right. Right. You you figured the that Orangefield, okay? You figure Orangefield. Let's look at their schedule. 
I got Harden, Kirbyville, East Chambers, right? Their big game is on the 27th yeah, against Kirbyville. Kirbyville. So that's their big game for the district championship. But Kirbyville still already got that loss on their record because they lost to Anahuac last week. Mm-hmm. So you, you may have an – out of this district, you may have that three-way tie for that one Very seat. easily. Very easily. Mm-hmm. So, Trent, your homework, I know you're going to listen to and this. You, and the three that you're talking about, Anahuac, Orangefield, and – Kirbyville. And Kirbyville. Kirbyville, I mean, I, which one would you rather have? You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think, honestly, for Cold Spring, you want to see Orangefield – I think we would match up better. I think with we would Orange. match up better with Kirbyville. I haven't seen Kirbyville. I don't know what they're I running think we offensively. Would match up better with Kirbyville. Anawak, they just strike me as being big up front. Well, Anawak goes. Orangefield. I don't know. It's just kind of it's hard to tell. You know. I think Orangefield, the running game that they have, our kids know that offense, mm-hmm. right? They know how to read. Our linebackers are good, mm-hmm. and and you're not going to get that three to four yards of carry, right? You know, uh, Matthew Lester, he's going to go – he would go off. Right. You know, as small as what he is, just as dangerous Unless as what he is. Unless they had some yep. linemen that are picking up blocks. Right. I mean, you just I – th- I think that we would match up Orangefield better than we would yeah. any yeah. of the others, me personally. Right. right. If a team throws the ball a little bit, they're going to beat Colesford. And, and we've talked about that at, at length. So, very interesting out of there. Uh, jumping over, let's talk uh, some other – Games that are going on, jumping up into 4A Division One. We'll we'll jump over here to Livingston real quick. In that district, you got Livingston Lions and Little Cypress Mauricefield. Both teams one and one. Little Cypress is going to roll through that one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Livingston, they're looking for October 27th Splendora. to be Splendor, right? Uh, That's probably the only win they'll get left. I, I think so too. I really do. I think so too. So Little Cypress, Livingston, and Lumberton are all one and zero, right? Huffman, Splendor, and Vider are zero and one. Vider has Lumberton this week. That's a that's a coin toss game. I think, so. in, in my opinion, right? Splendor has Huffman. Who do you have in that game? I have Splendor probably winning that game. I think I'm going to go with you on that. I think I'm. Going to, I think it's probably going to be like a 14-7 football yeah. game. Two matched uh, teams, though. Yeah, they very evenly matched, and and uh, so it's going to be. That's going to be one of those games. It's going to be kind of fun to scoreboard watch. Right. See uh, I don't want to go to it, but I'll scoreboard watch it all see day long. Yeah. See where see where it's at. Um, out of four uh, A Division two, let's pull Silsby up. Let's talk about some of them games going over there. Uh, that district, District 9, 4A Division 2, Hampshire Finettes in the driver's seat. Seals, they have them in the driver's seat because they played three games. Jasper's on a bye. They're 2-1. and one. Sealsby's 2-0. and oh, They got Liberty. Hampshire Finette has Harden-Jefferson this week. Really no standout games. No good games. matchups at all no, in that district. No, none. It's like, a lot. Of, I could just about tell you what's going to go. This week's very vanilla, <laughs> right, outside of, of where we're at. Right. Right. It's very vanilla. And, and uh, you know, I think. The really the biggest game in our area down here is the Cold Spring game, Cold Spring Westwood. I think that's the really big game yep. that's going on. That's a scoreboard watch for a lot of people to see. Yes, and and like I said, at the end of the day, it's it's mainly just going to really come down to what seed you're going to get. It's kind of where it's at, and it could have some district championship ties to it. You know, once again, we talked about if if Cold Springs wins out. Yes. If they went out, how does that come? You know, how does that determine? With Die Ball had beat 
Woodville, you know, yes. go to a score deal. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's be interesting. I mean, because I'm with you. I think Cold Spring, they could possibly, they slip, could possibly yeah. steal one of those games, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I'm interested in it. So, Trent just posted it um, a while ago. He's doing some computer work since he can't talk. He, this week's the Swamp Bowl, Anahuac and East Chambers, right? That's right. a big game. Uh, but what I was wanting to bring up was his pickums, right, on right. Anahuac Sports Live week eight. I, I missed putting my pickums in this last week over there, which I would have missed one game yeah, because I picked Cold Spring to beat Woodville. That was the only game I would have missed. But he's got Anahuac East Chambers, Tarkington, Kirbyville, Harden, Orangefield. Why that game's in there, I don't know. Westwood, Cold Spring, Whole Day Zeta, and Love Lady. At Love Lady. And then number two, Columbus, number four, Hitchcock. That's We talked about that one earlier on yep. tonight. Very good match. And then his wild card game is uh, still down there in 3A. Number nine, Pottsboro. Number five, Winsboro. So, going to be interesting to see. I, I'm going to have to go Winsboro in that game. And uh, that's the way I'm going to throw it out there. So, uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to week eight. Uh, looking forward for it to get here and get over with, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, next week, I'm really, I'm really excited about next week, going into the twentieth. And and like I say, we're going to do. <coughs> I, I feel like that next week we got to go a big school show, little school show, and then we may do a specialty show just for. October twentieth football games you because a lot of good ones. there there's so many good ones. I'm gonna be up to like midnight editing and uh, putting podcasts out there, but a lot of good ones. Don't forget our sponsors uh, that we have out there. Uh, Randy's Rubs can't talk enough about them. I promise you, it don't suck, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Toby loves that Look bullfrog. And, <laughs> bullfrog Environmental. Y'all leap over there and, sit, and visit those guys at bullfrogenvironmental.com on the web. Uh, any of your erosion control needs, they they can be able to hook you up. Uh, they come over here. They, we were talking about some stuff here at my house on what we were going to do. And dude, just that quick was able to come to a solution on what I needed to do with uh, with some standing water and how I needed to fix it. So, you know, uh, if you need a consult on something, hey, give them a call and uh, hit them up on the interwebs or whatever you got to do. Uh, but but please don't forget those guys over there. For, for them, they uh, kind of really help us along and get done with what we need to do here at Texas Podcast Media and the 590 Sports Show. And uh, probably going to have some swag coming here pretty quick. we got a banner that's uh, fixing to get ordered as well. So a lot of good things fixing to go on around here for uh, Texas Podcast Media, the 590 Sports Show. And uh, don't forget us on Wednesday nights. We're out at Bullet Grill. And uh, come see us out there Wednesday night. We get started about 6. We wrap up the high school pregame show about 7.30 or so. And then behind that, they do a college game day show. Uh, Trent, or excuse me, uh, Brian and Chris Moran, they uh, talk college football. I don't get in on that. I I let them kind of do their deal. You know, Brian's got a wealth of knowledge of college football. Like his Saturdays are nothing but watching college football. That is all he does. (laughs) He channels sir the whole – He's watching so many games, it's unbelievable. But uh, that's going to be a wrap for us this week here on the 590 Sports Show. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Be sure to email us, info at texaspodcastmedia.com or 590highschoolsports at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, and give us a follow and a share over there on Facebook. Let us know you care. Hit that subscribe button on Spotify and all the other ones. 
to get the notifications each and every week whenever we upload a new podcast. Y'all have a great night. We will see you at the game. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.